Hey, what? Is this recording? <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Rob, and this is Couch on Fire Podcast. And hey, how are you doing? What's going on? What's new in your world? Um, God, I just can't come up with a cool catchphrase. One day I will, even though we're in the we're almost up to 200 episodes. Uh, I know. Disclaimer: the, the last couple months, actually the last year or so, it's been sporadic with the episodes. But hey, I'm still here, still busy, still doing things, and yeah, let's uh, let's kind of jump right into what we want to, what I wanted to talk about today. So I had some extra minutes, and I wanted to get on here, you know, kind of talk to you guys, see how you guys are doing. Summer's coming to an end for me, um, which is great. I am a fall boy. I love fall. Now. I grew up in the Northeast. I grew up, well, Maryland, which is kind of on the outskirts of the Northeast. Technically, if you want to get technical, I'm below the Mason-Dixon line, and I'm a southern state, more or less. But in reality, I'm not, if that makes any sense. <laughs> but anyway, but it was still cold. So fall, to me, the smells of fall, the pumpkin, the, the pumpkin spice, the... The leaves falling, the wet leaves, you know, like just growing up playing outside because I played outside all the time. We played football. We played so many to tag, kick the can. We went mud sledding. We went, we we built forts. Anything you probably seen in the movie was a typical life for me and my friends growing up. And, but the, the smell of, it's just fall. Just fall is so great. And I've talked about this many podcasts before, probably multiple podcasts before. But since it's relevant right now and it's coming back into it, I just want to remind you, fall is a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, football, uh, you know, American football for those out of, out of country. Um, it's, just a, it's just something I fell in love with and years ago and I still love to this day. Um, I've been doing fantasy football for probably about, I don't know, 14 years now, maybe 15 years. Uh, the first couple years, I was a joke. Um, I did win one time out of my league. So one out of the 14 years, I won um, out of one league. Now, I did win in another league twice. So technically, I'm a three-time fantasy football champ. But in the world of me and my buddies playing in the same league, I won one time. And it was such a, it was a, it's a good feeling. It's just that time of the year. It's just a good feeling. Now, since I live at the beach, fall is still there. A lot of the same things are still there, but it's warmer, and I don't really like it too much. So, ugh, I don't know. Just me bitching and complaining. Be grateful where you grow up at, because when you move away, you're going to miss little things. Now, there's a lot of reasons for me not to go back to where I grew up at, but I do miss the burrs, the... I'll start with October. September's one of those iffy months, but October, November, December. Those three months are just my my childhood. You get together with family. It's just so much. It's so great. I just, I love it. You see friends, you see family, you get gifts, you give gifts. It's cold. I'm a big guy. If you ever see me, I'm a pretty, pretty chunky dude. Um, I wouldn't say I'm fat, fat, but I'm definitely, you know gathering nuts for the winter if you know what i mean you know what i'm saying <laughs> but um so i always like hoodie weather and jean weather because it made you look it made you feel thin it made you feel like more comfortable in your skin and yeah i mean these these are some other things why you always hear about like 
hot girl summer. Well, there's fat guy winter because fat people just love bundling up because, oh, in your eyes, you only look fat because you're wearing the layers. But in realistically, you know, you're just a, a big piece of shit. <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm not going to talk about that the whole time. It's just, it's great. Summer's ending and fall's coming. I'm full in effect. I just did my NFL draft, which was pretty cool. Um, I'm not part of the league that I've been doing for 14 years. We've all grown up. I mean, we're in our mid-30s, and a lot of things have changed. We can't make the dates for the draft. We can't do this. And, you know, it's it's money that I just did not want to, you know, and people are dropping out. New people are coming in that you don't know. It's kind of like a, a mess. But so I decided to do a new league, which I'm which I'm a part of, which is great. And I feel good about my, my draft. Um, it's It's tough to say. Every year I feel good about my draft, um, so I don't know. That's the whole. That's the the cool thing about fantasy football is like you feel confident in the beginning, and then after two to three weeks, you kind of know the tone that's going to happen. So after the third week in fantasy football, say you're zero and three, you know the tone. You know that okay, this is going to be either a huge uphill battle, or I'm just going to be a shit to bed for the rest of the the season. Now. At first, when I first started playing it, I 100% believed that um, after the third game, I'm fucked, whatever. I would trade all my people. I would just, you know, help out the other people that are semi-good because um, I haven't won a game. But in the last, ever since I won in um, 2016, I basically had a new mindset where I won't give up unless I'm like 0-6. If I'm 0-6, I'll just stop checking my team. Whatever. Fuck this. This is stupid. But I look at it as 0-3 is okay. You can come back with 0-3. People get hurt. You just got to start planning out trades and things like that. I'm not a big trader, but I definitely like picking up people from the waiver line and things. If you don't play fantasy football and you're listening to this, um, I do apologize. I'm almost done talking about it. But, man, I mean, you should check it out. It's pretty cool. But, yeah, picking up people from the waivers and, you know, it's just, uh, it's a fun, it's fun, it's competitive, you win some money, I've won a good amount of money, I've lost a lot of money, <laughs> so it's, it's fun, I enjoy it. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of like what, um, what I just did recently, that was a pretty, pretty fun thing, so. Other than that, family's doing good, I hope you guys are, enjoy, you know, enjoying your family time and things like that. How are you, question, how are you guys recovering from 2020? How is the pandemic treating you guys um mentally obviously it beat me down 2020 was a rough year but then i um I, like i said i've talked about it and i'm much better now much happy um i'm actually really happy i uh finally decided to um take advice that i've had for a very long time and really try to surround myself with people that just don't bring me down and and it's tough because sometimes you know you don't want to you don't want to isolate yourself because as you get older, it's hard for you to make friends. It's very hard for you to, you know, go out of your way and not just have your spouse as your friend and just try to do things with other people because, you know, timing and everything else. But, um, you know, I just remember some of the things that I learned when I was growing up. So I, I grew up in a interesting, I, would, I wouldn't say it's small town, um, population in the town might be small but it's just like a just a regular town i guess but i grew up with like individuals i grew up with like 
three brothers here, two brothers there, and one other guy here. And we all just hung out, and we were all friends. And I'll never forget, one of my good friends, his mom sat us down. And he said, you know, enjoy these times as you can. When you get older, there's a good chance you guys might all go separate ways. And at the time, we never thought that. We were like, fuck no. We, we were best friends for life. I mean... You know, third grade. I mean, I mean, I've been friends with these people for like over twenty-five years. These are these are my these are my brothers. These are longer than you can imagine. At the time, I just never thought it would actually happen, but it did. So these are the people that I leaned on. These are the people I cried with, I fought with, I yelled with, I did family things with. I mean, these these are the people I grew up. But lo and behold, that woman was a smart woman. <laughs> a lot of my friends now that I grew up with. You know, we're all cordial and we all still talk to each other, but it's more or less like happy birthday and like, you know, Merry Christmas and stuff. And you kind of grow your separate ways. So as I get older, it's just harder to make friends. And it's it's kind of hard to keep them too because we all go down different paths. We all go different ways and different scenarios. And I'm, you know, and I'm grateful for the times that I've had, but I'm also happy that I've learned in my maturity of life that you should just surround yourself with good people and people that just don't, you know, just are just are just a negative energy. You should just really reevaluate your situation, and if it's worth it, just drop them, just get them out of your life, man. That's what I say, and that's kind of where you know I think everyone should be at around at least my age, thirty-five, and I'm happy with it. I have great friends near me, um, and that's wonderful. My wife's my best friend, and I talk to her all the time, so that's that's always good. But enough about that. Let's talk about what's going on in the world. What is going on in the world? Well, so a hurricane recently just – well, I wouldn't say recently. Probably about a week or so ago, a hurricane came through uh, Louisiana, destroyed a lot of stuff. Man, I, I um, I've been a part of a hurricane – when uh, Chris and I first, my wife Kristen, when Chris and I first moved to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, that first year, there was a um, Category 3 hurricane that came to, well, it was supposed to hit Myrtle Beach direct on, right? It was heading towards Myrtle Beach. It was like, I'm going to hit you in the fucking face, Myrtle Beach. And um, so we evacuated. We went up to um, Maryland because her parents still lived in Maryland at the time. And we just drove up there, and we were there. We figured we'd be there, you know, it takes about a day for the hurricane to go through. Then, you know, we figured we'd be there for a weekend. Well, the hurricane did not hit Myrtle Beach, but it hit right above Myrtle Beach, and it destroyed a lot of people's homes. It was horrible. We were grateful. At the time, we lived in an apartment complex because we just moved to the beach. And, um... And it didn't really do any damage to our stuff or anything like that. So we were kind of grateful for that. Now, with that said, the aftermath of the hurricane, which is something you never hear about on the Weather Channel, which is going on right now as we speak in like the New Orleans area, is the rivers rising. So we were in Maryland for about two or three days, and then we started watching the news, and they were saying the hurricane's gone, but... The hurricane went inward and it went up towards like Charlotte, North Carolina and things like that. And then all that rain that they got, where does it go? It goes down the rivers to the ocean. And that's literally, it goes through. So basically, the town that I live in is, uh, 
flooded now. Like, it is all flooded. I mean, the bridges collapsed. I mean, there's so many things happening. We ended up being in Maryland for like a week. And we finally got to a point where I'm like, man, I just want to hell home. So we just decided after a week, we're just going to drive home. We're going to take our, our route. We're driving down 95. Half of 95 is closed in the, in the North Carolina area. So we got to go down roads, dark roads. And we got to go down like small town USA roads. I'm talking about like, I didn't even know this exist town. You know what I'm saying? Or like four or five people live there. <laughs> And as we're going down there, we're seeing things. I'm seeing dead animals in the road. It's just, it was a sad experience. And and that really gave me more of a perspective on hurricanes because I never knew that, I just thought it came in, it did what it did. And if you survived, you're good. If not, I'm so sorry. But then I didn't think about the aftermath. So just, you know, if you pray, if you do something, you know, whatever you do to speak to your higher being, you should definitely do that for the people in Louisiana because they're going through some stuff. And it's not just that. I mean, I know I'm just saying Louisiana. I know Mississippi, Alabama, all those states in that southern region down there in the Gulf really got hit hard. But, man, it's crazy. But, hey, it's still hurricane season. So as I'm recording this right now, there's there's a couple of hurricanes that are out there in the world. Well, at least in <laughs> what I'm talking about, the Atlantic. I'm not really talking about the Pacific at all because I live on the the east coast of the United States. But there is a hurricane developing in the Gulf that's potential to cross over Florida and come my way. Now, I have a rule. Now that I'm a homeowner in Myrtle Beach, but I'm not in an evacuation zone because I'm pretty far away from the, you know, if a giant 50-foot wave came, I, it wouldn't still hit me. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty far away, but still close enough to drive there. Um... So I'm in an area where I'm confident that I'm willing to stay for a Category 1 and 2 hurricane. Category 3, I don't mind staying. I just don't know how my family would work. Because if the power does go out, I think I can handle it for a couple days. I know it would be weird. Um, I have grills. I have charcoal grills. I can cook things. Um, I think it would be okay. I have canned goods. I, ha I have things ready because you, you kind of get... A little preppish when uh, you live in an area that's kind of a disaster area. You kind of start like, okay, well, I have sandbags, I have, I have canned goods, I have spam, I have all this stuff. You kind of get into that mindset. Well, okay, we'll be okay. But when I have a autistic six-year-old daughter, that's just not gonna fly. You know, one of her comforts is Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and if she doesn't see him at least once a day, she might she might go loco. So, yeah. I think a Category 3, we would evacuate. So there is one coming our way. Then there's this big, big, big one out in the Atlantic Ocean right now. It's fluctuating from like a Category 3 to a Category 4 to a Category 3 to a Category 4. And it's kind of it's kind of scary. But I don't think it's coming here. Everybody says it's not coming here. Even though if you look at it on the map, it looks like it's coming straight towards Myrtle Beach. But we'll see. Um, I, uh... <laughs> this is... Heart, I know this is gonna turn some people off, but you know I do watch TikTok, and I'm you know, and I am a fan of TikTok, and sometimes I go down the TikTok rabbit hole where I see things I don't really believe or really I I don't know it's kind of hard to explain, but I just don't really care too much for it. <laughs> so, um, anyway, get back on track. God, ADHD gets you. 
But yeah, so I watch TikTok, and sometimes on TikTok, they, there's these people in there, they're like, I'm from the future, and I predict things. And I call bullshit every single time. But there was one guy who said something. He said a Category 4 hurricane was going to hit New Orleans around the time that it did, and it actually did. And he said this in June. So I was a little, I mean, I guess after a while, you're bound to hit the shed you know what i'm saying like you throw so many rocks you're bound to hit something eventually so i don't know i took a really grain of salt but he also said that there that the, the the biggest hurricane that's ever been recorded was gonna hit where i live myrtle beach and there's this hurricane out there that's pretend right now it's a category four i think and it could potentially by the weekend be close to myrtle beach um Unless it turns, so I don't know. There's some there's some things here, so I'm a little I'm a little lurry, but it's okay. I signed up for it. I'm in Myrtle Beach for a reason, and I'm glad I'm here. But man, these hurricanes. Whew, so make sure you uh you guys are praying for me and everybody else that's out there that's actually been hurt by the hurricanes. And um, yeah, I mean that's just that's just crazy. But yeah, so the hurricane recently just happened. Um, I'm not. I don't want to talk about. Afghanistan and the only reason why I for for the people that have been like a fan of this podcast from the start when I started with my buddy Alex all the way until now like you understand I try my best to stay out of the whole politic situation I give my two cents I think it's just because like I never wanted to dive myself into it because I never wanted to educate myself about it I do understand why we were pulling out of Afghanistan. We've been there for many years, and um, it's time to go. And then I, you know, I do understand as soon as we leave that the Taliban was like, "Well, fuck this. We're just destroying. We're stealing everything and destroying stuff." I, I my views on it. I'm glad we're out of there. Should we even have been there? That's a whole other topic for a whole other podcast. Um, I'm just glad. You know, I'm always glad when. My fellow countrymen is or women are just you know not in harm you know arms danger or in any kind of path where it could possibly hurt them. So I, I really don't. I'm really grateful that that's going on. But my views on what possibly might happen, I, I don't know. I, I truly don't. I am one of those Americans that I, I do my part. I vote. I find out as much information as possible. I will vote. I will pay my taxes. I will take care of my family. And that's kind of what I want to do. I don't want to think about the disasters or things that possibly could happen. I mean, think about it. Imagine living in the 70s and 80s when the Cold War was going on. Cold War in the, in the 80s. I mean, you're, you're scared that you're going to get nuked at any fucking time. I mean, like, there's so many times in life where you're scared. But if you live scared and you don't, you don't really live, do you? Really? I mean, think about it. like after the terrorist attack of nine eleven, like I think more Americans were pissed than anything. But like, you can't live sheltered and scared that this could be the end of the world, like these doomsday preppers. And um, I just I can't live like that, and I don't want to force myself. That's another reason why I don't dive myself into politics because if I get consumed by it, I will be consumed by it, and I would be petrified. If someone was in office that I disagreed with and 
they started making decisions and it made me feel like the end of the world or, the, or I can potentially get hurt or my daughter wouldn't be able to live her fullest life because of decisions. I don't know what I would do. I would, my anxiety would kick in. I already have anxiety. I already have, I'm dyslexic. I have ADHD. I'm, you know, I'm all over the goddamn place and then I have anxiety on top of it. I mean, there's just too much already in my life up against than me worrying about some fucking people you know, I don't know. <coughs> but, yeah, so I'm not going to talk too much about the Afghanistan thing. Happy we're, we're out of there. Hopefully nothing really comes of it. But I'm always, I'm not naive. I know the way the world works. And unfortunately, you know, history itself will always repeat itself. And, you know, these might be the ground bricks that are being laid for something pretty pretty bad so i do i do think that so hmm. but we'll see but let's get on back on a lighter note um lighter note uh let's see what's going on um entertainment wise there is a lot of movies coming out and i'm i'm happy that movies are coming back to the movie theaters do will i go to a movie theater uh, i probably will I love movie theaters. I grew up. Movie theaters were like everything. Movies were everything growing up. I loved movies. I wanted to make movies. I wanted to produce movies. I wanted to write movies. I wanted to do something in the media aspect of the world. And so I'm so happy that they're going back to movie theaters. But on a an episode that I recorded with my buddy Griffin years about about a year and a half ago, we talked about it. The future of cinema is going to it's going to slowly die off. I said it years ago. Streaming is going to pick up. Movies are going to go straight to streaming. And that's what's going to happen. Now, I did I think that there was going to be a virus that this was going to make this happen? No. I thought it was going to happen organically, but it kind of forced it. Now, movies are more expensive to make than they used to be. So... That just means that um, they need a big box office. They need to get it out and everything. But I do believe that um, Disney is doing something. It sucks. I'm going to bitch about it. But I, as a business standpoint, it's ingenious. The fact that they are you know, putting the movie out in theaters, but also you can rent it, rent it on um, Disney+. Plus. Now... The thing that gripes me is it's thirty dollars to rent on Disney Plus. And the movie if you go to the movies, it's you know, where I live, eleven fifty, twelve dollars to go to the movies. But where the, I agree with them, so okay, fifteen dollars, IMAX theater. Me and my wife, that's thirty bucks right there. For me, for us two to watch this movie in a movie theater, it's thirty dollars. So if me, my wife want to watch it, and my daughter wants to watch it, oh man, you're looking at <clears throat> you're looking at something special there. You're looking at over thirty dollars. So if you think about it, if you truly want to see these movies in movie theaters, and um, go go see them, but you're gonna spend more than if you could just watch them at your home. Now HBO now and all them dropping the Suicide Squad and stuff. I don't know how they're making money because. HBO is only like 10 bucks a month. And so me and my wife, that's $20. So we just sign up for a one month, $20. And not only do we get to watch the one movie I want to watch, we also get to watch the, 
you know, the HBO lineup. You get to go back into the wire. You get to go back in the, you know, the TV shows that you missed. Got, you know, Gossip Girl and all this other stuff. So that is just, that is, I don't know how they're doing it. But Disney, I get it. So I think that movies should go to theaters. I think that, like, so right now, Eternals is is um, coming out in the movie theaters. And that is a Marvel Disney project. It should 100% go to movie theaters. I think after two weeks in the movie theaters, it should come to Disney Plus where you can rent it for $30. Because then, to me, that $30 would be worth it. Because these are, you know, Marvel has created this groundbreaking thing. But people want to stay home. Some people don't want to go to the movie theaters anymore. And it has nothing to do with COVID. I think COVID is just the scapegoat for people realizing that they just don't want to be around fucking other people. I mean, <laughs> think about it. Like, there is so many introverts are, is, a, is a word that I never knew until later in my life. But everybody, there's so many people that just want to be in the comfort of their home. And a lot of people build theaters. A lot of people have, like, the surround sound. that They could turn the lights down. They have lights behind their TV that glow with the goddamn show. So I really do believe that... It's still going to be the future, but I am happy that theaters are opening. I just don't think theaters theaters are going to impact it as much as we want them to. I think so. Here's a good example: Jungle Cruise. Ready? Jungle Cruise made its money back in the movie theaters, which is great, but it also made more than it expected because the thirty extra dollars on Disney Plus. So, as a fan, I know you're upset because you got to pay an extra thirty dollars. But if you go to the movies, you're going to want to drink, popcorn, and all these things. You're spending more. Gas, everything. You're, you know, And I understand it's an experience. If you have a shitty TV at home or if you just have a laptop that you're watching the movie on, I understand it's not the same experience of being in the movie theater. But you can make it that way. You could. You could save up your money and get that bigger TV. You could do these things. I don't know. It's just crazy. But anyway, it's moving full in effect. Movies are coming out. Movies that were filmed in 2018 that were supposed to come out in, well, 2019, I'm sorry. That were supposed to come out in 2020 are finally starting to circulate again. I don't know when this James Bond movie is coming out. Jesus. I remember it was filmed in December of 2018. It's supposed to come out in 2019. Got pushed to 2020, and then that whole shebang happened. And now, I, you know, at this point, jeez, I mean, a lot of these actresses and actors make money off of a theatrical release, like how much they make. So there's a actual, here, this is a perfect example. Charlotte Johansson is trying to sue Disney because they told her that her movie Black Widow would be in the movie theaters and that she would get like 2 3% of the box office. And that's how she'll get paid. And they put it right to Disney+. Plus. Now, I know it made money. I know people loved it. But it wasn't the amount of money that like, all the other standalone films made. And it's be probably because it was in movie theaters. And um, and yeah, so she's livid. I'd be livid too. If I was promised something and then someone did something else. I even think the president of Marvel, Kevin Feige, is upset for her. Because it shouldn't have been that way. So I think Disney should just pay out what she thinks she's due. And learn from that. And continue what they're doing. So right now, as we I'm recording this, Shanghai, or yeah, I think it was wrong. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> I'm not really interested in that movie. But anyway, it is out right now. Mar a Marvel movie is out in movie theaters, and it's not on Disney+. Plus. But I do think in the next week or so, it should come to Disney+, Plus with that $30 rental fee. And because once you pay it, you you have it. I'm pretty sure I, I don't actually have to look more into that. But I'm pretty, even if you don't have it for like four or five days, whatever, you still you still be able to watch it more than once. Um, and, you know, Marvel fans, they like to go to the movie theaters and support their shit more than once. So, you know, if the Avengers movie comes out or the new Spider-Man comes out, oh, see, that won't be on Disney Plus. So that one you have to go to the movie theaters. But I don't know. It's a it's a slippery slope. I like both of them. Will I go back to the movies? Absolutely. Will I, if a good movie comes out on Disney Plus that I really want to see, will I pay for it? Absolutely. It is. It's one of those, it's a one-time fee for that movie. It's a good choice. But yeah, I mean, that's that's happening. Movies are happening. We're, we're slowly getting back to the everyday life. Football, stadiums. I went to a football game this year. I went to a preseason football game. The Ravens come down to Carolina. I'm a huge Baltimore Ravens fan. Um... So things are happening. Um, it feels great. I feel great. I missed you guys. I'm happy you uh, you hung out with me for the last 30 minutes and listened to this podcast. Um, yeah, and hopefully I come back with some more um, content. In the meantime, please go check out the YouTube page. Uh, we're getting up there with subscribers. It's growing. You know, I, I'm a lazy guy. I'm going to be very honest with you. And I don't really have too much motivation recently. I'm just trying to... You know, I'm a stay-at-home dad now, so I'm doing a lot of things with my daughter. So I just don't do as much in the entertainment world as I used to, which I, I want to change. I truly do. So hopefully this does change. But anyway, go check out the YouTube channel. I've just posted a Ma Animal Crossing videos. I'm going to do, be doing some other gaming videos. Um, yeah, so miss you guys. Love you guys. And I'll check you out next time.